What's up everybody? It's Janan. Welcome to the Honest Room. Let's keep it honest. Hey guys, welcome to the Honest Room. I'm here with a very special guest, my friend, amazingly talented singer, Devante. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. How about yourself? Um, I'm feeling very tan, very energized. Okay. <laughs> Nothing's wrong with that at all. Okay. So let's start off with the fun. How long have you been singing? Oh, that's a very, very good question. So I can tell you as far as I can remember. Um, I joined the choir back home when I was about six or seven years old. So fast forward into now, it's at least been anywhere from about 13 to 15 years, give or take. Okay. Okay. And so singing's been a passion for you for a lifetime, essentially. I I wouldn't necessarily say singing, but I would say performing arts. Like my first passion is most definitely writing. Um, I started off with just, you know, writing screenplays and, you know, writing monologues and stuff like that. Because around that time when I was growing up, you know, Tyler Perry was very, very popular. And then just trying to see, um, you know, pretty much everything that he was doing, especially with the plays and how he incorporated God and et cetera, really, really inspired me. because of the fact I already went to a Christian school as is. Um, so that's really how it all got started, really with me just writing plays and writing how I feel at such a young age. I had no idea that you did screenplays, mm-hmm. actually. <laughs> Funny story. Um, a lot of people don't know that's really like my first love. Um, I kind of stopped because when I started, I was really, really young. We're talking about fourth and fifth grade. And of course, you know, when you're little, you know, the adults are like, you know, you're still a child. You got to kind of focus on something else. So, you know, you're too young right now, but keep it up. This and the third. Um, so because I never got any attention on it or just, you know, had people just to read like, hey, hey, look at this, look at this. You know, I just kind of stopped. Um, I really didn't feel motivated to do it anymore because I had nobody telling me that I could do it. I had everybody telling me I couldn't do it because of my age. I'm trying to think of all the times that I've hung out with you, how that's never came up. Okay, hidden talents. Yeah, it's kind of like how, you know, the whole singing thing never came up. Like, I I shunned it all away just because, you know, I was still stuck in that mind frame, even as an adult, that either, you know, I wasn't good enough or I was too young or nobody would listen, just pretty much harboring all the things from I heard growing up until now and then once I realized that I'm finally an adult I'm like you know those things can no longer hold me so you know which path you're going to choose is up to you at this point I agree with that I think that that's actually really insightful for you to say okay so when did you decide to pick singing back up Mm, very very good question So I can kind of tell you this, Um, last year, 2019, when I had just moved to Raleigh, North Carolina, um, I started writing like little raps and stuff, just like here and there, just doing stuff for fun, just to kind of just express creativity. I never could write songs, never could do it, but I could always write poetry. Um, So after playing with that for like a year or so, you know, just donating stuff to people, giving other people other ideas, um, earlier this year, it was kind of like 
another jewel was unlocked in my life, which was songwriting, being able to really learn the structure, learn the discipline behind songwriting, and then also to learning what to say on how to captivate people's attention. Um, so it's been kind of sporadic. Like it's been most definitely for at least, you know, a year. And then most recently, once I got into, got back into singing, um, you know, it was pretty much all be based off this app called Smule or Sing by Smule, which is pretty much just a karaoke app. And, you know, I had pretty much strangers like saying, hey, you need to do this. Hey, you need to do this. And I'm like, uh, get out of here, get out of here. You know, this is just for fun. But then it wasn't until I kept praying and asking God, like, what is it I'm supposed to to do what is I'm supposed to do and literally just different melodies and different songs and different beats and stuff just kept coming to my heart to the point where I really couldn't really sleep so I was like you know what <laughs> I asked for it I got my answer so now let's go ahead and do it so that's how I'm here today okay hmm. <laughs> so let's get into the music, the covers. Okay. What made you choose to cover the songs that you've covered thus far? Okay. Okay. That's perfect. So, you know, um, when I did Uninvited, I released it um, sometime back in June. I want to say it was either the 14th or the 13th. Um, I have all my dates and stuff written down. Um, but I released it because it was like the the five-year anniversary of my grandfather's death, um, which my grandparents raised me, which I also expressed in coffee as well. Um, so really, it was just sporadic. I was literally just sitting down. I was like, okay, just do it. So I was nervous as heck. I was out of breath. <laughs> I was winded because I was just so fearful of what people would say in response to what I'm going to release to people. Um, so, you know, Uninvited by Her. I really, really love this song. This song came out a year or so ago. Um, and, you know, I could just relate to the lyrics because, like, you know, so many times in so many places, you know, sometimes you do feel uninvited even when people all around you show you love and support but it's more of an internal thing sometimes you're just going through things on your own and some things you have to figure out on your own in order to get to that next step um as far as my next cover my next cover was um caught up in the rapture by anita baker who is my favorite artist um all-time favorite artist i went to see her back in mgm back in 2018 and absolutely loved it loved it loved what it. is an anita baker show like like um, I've never been <laughs> I've been to a lot of shows but I'm trying to imagine like what that's like I know those vocal those vocals are like grabbing your spirit through your body yes now well as far as the Anita Baker show um, money is most definitely not a struggle um, from the whole venue the setup is nice from the way you walk in from the customer service um, as far as like other celebrities being there um um, it was quite a few people that was there that I can't even think about it, like Kevin on stage, um, you know, Adrian Bailon, like it was so many different people that was there. Now, as far as her talent, we already know that's there. Um, just from the way that her um, her voice carries and how she sings and how she's so soulful, but at the same time, you can understand every single emotion and every single word that she's saying. Um, background singers and band, <laughs> phenomenal. Um, the graphics or the images that they display, also too phenomenal. I mean, it's just, it's a great experience to have. It's real, real chilled and laid back, but you're most definitely going to get that excitement just because of how they can take things that was made back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s and still make them relevant today is like super, super amazing. So like if you ever get the opportunity to go, definitely go. <laughs> oh, I am. I'm already trying to figure out. Like as soon as I find out she's going on the tour, I'm going to have to get up in there. Yes, you got to. You got to. It's worth it. 
Okay, now let's get into you, Mr. Coffee. So, coffee, an homage to the love of chocolate or the love of dark. Um, what inspires it? How'd you get to that place? Perfect question. Writing it. Okay, perfect question. So pretty much when I originally heard the beat, um, again, Coffee is the first song I ever written, just in case I didn't throw that out there. Um, so then with that being said, I was just like, hmm, like, what is it? What is it that, you know what I'm saying? Like, what am I trying to feel? Like, I feel the vibe. I don't want it to be draggy. Like, what am I saying? So, you know, when it all first started, again, because my grandparents raised me, my grandma would drink coffee every single morning. Like, it, unless she was on a fast or something or a diet, she would drink coffee. And, you know, <laughs> being a child, I would sneak and drink it. And it was the most disgusting thing that I ever tried, um, ever. It was nasty. And I was always trying to figure out why, but it was because it was always black and it was strong. So I was thinking, you know, growing being younger, I was like, oh my God, like, is like, what you mean being black? Like, what, what do you mean? Like, but no, it's just the type of coffee it is. No sugar, no extra. It's just straight up raw coffee. Um, so that's really what really said, mm, I love my coffee black. I love it, love it straight. Like straight and strong. Like all those are different words that people use to describe how they like their coffee. Um, so that's really what really, really started the lyrics. And then once I started writing off of that, I was like, hmm, what is it that I can say that's super, super relatable that people can also too relate to? That was like my main MO. Um, as far as the essence of the song and how I want it to feel, um, Lettucey is also another one of my um, most favorite singers as well. Um, and she has a song, it was like back in the early 2000s called All Right. And pretty much um, the song pretty much goes into saying how, you know, things she may not afford or how things may not work out for her and her good at that time, but it's still going to be okay. And that's the same type of energy I wanted to put in coffee. Like, hey, I have all this hell I'm going through throughout the week, but as long as I can get my coffee, I can make it through another case of hell or another set of weeks of hell or whatever the case may be. As long as I have something to balance me out, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, then I'll be pretty much okay. So that's how coffee came about. And coffee obviously is not out right now. So when are we going to get a chance to get coffee? <laughs> Amazing question. So coffee will be available for pre-order starting Friday, October the 16th. Um, and its official release date will be out um, Friday, October the 23rd on all streaming platforms. When I say all, all streaming platforms, um, which is one of the reasons on why I had to push it back just to give the stores enough time to even upload it. Like this is the very first thing I ever done on my own with little to no help. So I had to kind of learn some stuff, <laughs> you know, the hard way, but now I got an understanding of how it's supposed to work. So yeah, so the 16th for the pre-order of October and then the official release date, um, just in case you want to stream it everywhere. Then after which is going to be on the 23rd of October, midnight, midnight, midnight. Midnight, whose time? Um, that's a perfect question. So midnight Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> I keep forgetting that it's not the same time everywhere. So Eastern Standard Time, midnight, and then so on and so forth and all the other times as well. Amen. <laughs> Come on, amen at the end. Okay. So there's so many places to go with this coffee thing. Okay. I kudos to you for being a black coffee drinker. Um it's not for the week. I must be the week. Um, because it just tastes like bleh. 
right. <laughs> um, I don't know. Ooh, ooh. I'm gonna have to rinse my mouth after I talk to you. I'm dead. So I'm assuming you don't like unsweetened tea either. Um, no, I don't. Yeah, no. they're kind of two of the same. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, black coffee to me is actually like an unpleasant taste. Unsweet tea doesn't really have a taste to me. Okay. Like it just, it's just there. Mm-hmm. Um, black coffee actually has a very distinctive taste and it really like hits you in the chest. A it does. Bit. It does. It's very, very bold and upfront. <laughs> kind of like myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, hmm. Coffee is coming October 23rd. Is there going to be a project that follows coffee? What else? Like, what's the plan? That's an amazing question. So um, coffee is going to be what we call the buzz single. Um, so it's not necessarily going to be the main EP single. It's going to be like my Here I Am single. So just to kind of catch people's attention and things and such like that. Um, coffee is probably going to be the only track on the EP that sounds how it sounds. Um, <laughs> the funny thing about it is, you know, since I am independent and I'm solely doing everything on my own, um, I have a hard time with the same in my own way. So as far as coffee um, is concerned, I most definitely do want to do a video um, for it because I feel like it requires one. Um, but I want to make sure that it gains enough traction too because everything that I'm doing is coming out of my own pocket. So I don't want to do a video for something that may not have went as popular as maybe the second song that I release. Um, so you want to most definitely budget and budget very very wisely because again you're funding everything on your own and you don't want anything to go to waste um coffee will um what's the word actually i was going to push back coffee until november um because i wanted to put coffee like in a traditional single style and what i mean by that is like putting three singles um all, all on one so excuse me putting three songs all on one and calling it a single so just different versions of the same song or maybe just you know two different versions in the instrumental um, but I'm going to save some of those tricks for later next year <laughs> so as far as coffee is concerned coffee is most definitely going to be the buzz single that's going to hold us out for the rest of the year um, and if everything goes to plan um, sometime in January between the middle of January then my official EP will be finished as well finished and out let me say that <laughs> i was gonna say i was like yes. i <laughs> oh okay i was gonna say because finished and out those are not always one and the same they're not they're not but now that like i said because i learned so many so many so many things with just trying to get coffee ready I have a better understanding on how I want to release stuff. That's the reason why I kept teeter-tottering, like, you know, am I gonna do it now? Am I gonna push out in November? Do I have enough side, enough, excuse me, enough time to promo and things and stuff like that? Like all that stuff you have to think about on your own because you don't have anybody telling you when's the best time to do anything. You literally just have the man in the mirror. <laughs> Thank you, Michael Jackson. The man in the mirror and you say, okay, when do you want to do this? When do you think is a good time? <laughs> well, that actually brings up a great question. What exactly, like, what are two things that you learned going on this journey independently for the first time? Um, so the most definitely, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, I would say even with coffee, like I was in such an excitement, excitement, I'm making the words. I was so excited um, to get the song out and let other people to hear it that, you know, 
I could have done more on it. Like I could have added more layers. I could have added more harmonies. I could have just did more different things that's in my house to do that I didn't do it because I was so ready to get it out and have people to hear it. Um, you know, I didn't know at the time, you know, once you get a song, you know, mixed or once you get it towards the master stage, that that's pretty much that's the done deal. Unless you want to go back and paper everything over again. Which brings me to my next point, that it's cheaper to get multiple songs mixed and mastered than to get one at a time done, which, you know, does sound like it makes kind of sense, um, common sense, excuse me. But then with that being said, it was just like, it was things I didn't know. Like, it was just things I didn't know because, you know, whenever you're working with those other studios and those other producers, you know, they tell you things after it's already done, not, hey, you want to wait. No, of course, everybody got to get money. So with that being said, um, I'm not mad. I just learned the hard way. So now that I'm moving into the EP, which every song is already written for the EP and done, I'm going to only have two more to record. And it's going to be today. Just want to throw that out there. Um, so then with that being said, I'm going to get it all done at one time um, and then kind of make my changes before I get to the final drafts of things, if that makes sense. Yeah. How many songs is on the EP? <laughs> very, very good question. So I'm going back and forth between five and six. Um, I know it won't be any more than six, but I know it won't be any less than five. So then with that being said, because um, I have one song that I'm kind of on the cusp of, like, um, just because I just don't know if it fits. Again, it's all me, me being in my own way. Um, so it's going to be anywhere between five and six. And that's including like an interlude. Like I don't want to give too much on the first EP because it's literally going to just be one part of who I am. I have other things that I want to release as well. Gosh, my EP right now is eight tracks. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Let me not say I was, that. Before, I was about to say, before somebody actually starts asking about this damn music. Because I was about uh, to blow it up. I was about to blow it up. <laughs> Okay, so coffee is also an innuendo for chocolate men. So let's get into your dating life. What does that look like? So as far as my dating life goes, I'm dating my lyrics, I'm dating the beats, I'm dating the harmonies, I'm dating all of that. Um, everything that you're oh, seeing girl, now. Oh girl, please I don't was, give that answer because then I'm gonna have to really just like. Everything oh. that you're seeing now is most definitely the benefits of my relationship with my music. So everything that you're hearing from every note to every key change, to every um, beat drop, is most definitely a part of my relationship with my music. So that's how I'm gonna answer that question. Okay. I mean, you can answer it how you wanna answer it. Here's the follow-up question. It's answered. Music is also based off of inspiration and experience. So obviously you're in a relationship with yourself and that's how you're getting the fruits of the labor. But what it what inspired it or what did you live through that related to the music that you make? Um, so coffee is going to have multiple, multiple different notes, which, you know, if you buy it or you stream it, then therefore it'll give you that. So then with that being said, I'm as inspired from childhood all the way up into my mid 20s today, um, you know, from relationships that either work or didn't work, um, from experiences in childhood, which I felt like could have been better or maybe wasn't better, um, or just things from my point of view, um, just from my opinion and solely my opinion. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Okay, Fort Knox over here. <laughs> Okay. Um, hmm. What do you feel like you would like the audience to know about you? Um, as far as getting to know me as a person, you know, I'm very, very outgoing, very, very um, true to myself and true to my feelings. Um, what else? You know, I just pretty much love to 
make people laugh and just to keep people excited or keep them joyful. Um, you know, we have so many other things that are going out in the world that's preventing from people from feeling that way. Um, so then with that being said, anything that I can do in my little wheelhouse, I'm willing to do it just to make somebody else stay better. Um, that's really who I am as a person. Um, I'm also too super, super tough. I'm super, super direct. If something's not right, I'm going to tell you it's not right. So it's most definitely an even balance. You know, I'm tough and I'm also showing that compassionate side as well. So that's me as a person. So if you ever get to work with me, just know, be ready to bring the heat. Okay. And my last question for you, describe coffee in three words. Hmm. That's a very, very good question. Um, coffee in three words, and we're solely just going to stick with the single. Um, realistic. Mm, realistic I would also say um, very very soulful and very, organic very so- soulful soulful yes I don't know that's, I was ready to say that <laughs> sounds like three words in itself I don't know <laughs> I would just put some emphasis up there and then organic because it truly is me okay thank you so much no problem for joining me 